So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Did it disappoint you at all that like Brendan Brandon really just started on social media because of this? Like he only has like nine photos. It's very clear he just got on Instagram because of 1923. Like he wasn't doing social media at all previous. previous. I kind of like it. Am I glad that he I, – I mean, I think – I mean, Brandon, if you're listening, I think that you should maybe post more than just 1923 still shots, but, uh, you know, oh, more go, like pers- – Go on. <laughs> go ahead. Do you have suggestions? Yeah. Do you have suggestions that you want to <laughs> kind of post? Every, would you uh, like – Run tastes of country sure. social media. I would like to say that. <laughs> I just – How just would you curate his like, feed? <laughs> <laughs> just like what you up to? Like Michelle and all of them, you know? Uh-huh. I'm Your voice got hot so today. high. I'm like, oh, you're just trying to just I'm like carrying under what in her. <laughs> Hello, Addison. Oh, hey, Billy. I am loving the hair today. For those, I mean, I guess no one can see you except me. Billy's hair is looking extra voluminous today. Looking Which good. Is, I, I, got a, I got a haircut, so oh. it's not as big as it once was. I actually didn't notice you got a haircut, but I do like I do like the volume that, we, that we're rocking today. Oh, thanks for noticing. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. I, I'm excited <laughs> for today's topic. And and don't worry, I won't forget this time about trivia. I haven't forgotten about that. But mm. for all those out there who are big fans of Spencer Dutton, aka I feel like he's a McDreamy of 1923, Brandon Sklinner, we're doing a whole who is he? Who is this man? And I'm excited about it today. Uh, to what degree are you excited to talk about um, who is Spencer Dutton just because of your crush on Brandon Sklinner? Like, uh, is it- that 80% of the reason why we're here? Billy, I'm going to give you, it's a, it's a 90%. <laughs> it's 90%. Okay. I'm just along for the ride here. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, hey, at least I'm honest. I could have given you a different man. number. Uh, before we get into all of that, I will not forget about, because I have before, I've gotten way too enthusiastic. I cannot forget about trivia. I actually don't even remember what our last trivia question was. Well, I had to go back and look it up, too. And this is actually uh, a, a really difficult one. Uh, so difficult, in fact, we did not have a trivia winner. Stumped. Mm. People were stumped by this one. Um, but this it was essentially... Happened. It has never happened before. But it was Marley Shelton, who plays the wife of... I guess he's now the late um, uh, John Dutton, senior. Um, James Badge Dale's character, who was killed off a couple of episodes ago in 1923. His wife on the show is Marley Shelton. Marley Shelton had an iconic role in a movie from the early 90s. And the answer was Sandlot. She was the lifeguard in Sandlot that the character like fakes like he's needs CPR just to get yeah. the, the lifeguard to kiss him. And then, <laughs> and, you know, goes from that. That was her. The hot lifeguard was Marley Shelton. Oh I, I would gosh. love to ask her about that. 
Like I want, I, oh, I just want yeah. to interview her to ask her about that scene because that is a yeah. great scene. Yeah, I have uh, actually nothing to ask you about 1923, but the Sandlot. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. yeah, pretty neat, neat little thing there. But no winners, so I'm sorry. Everybody's just having an average day today. I can't <laughs> wish you any more. What's this week's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Really, I'm going to be super impressed if anybody gets this week's um, trivia question. You've got to get some but easy it, ones. Okay. Well, listen, it's Google, it's Googleable. Okay. So it's not, I mean, you just, I mean, it's Googleable if you search right, but here's the question. In 1923, Spencer and Alex, they take that little vacation at his retreat in the country of Zanzibar. It's a little island country off the coast of Africa near Tanzania. There is a world-famous, all-time great rock and roll singer from Zanzibar. (laughs) Your hair looks wonderful. Who is he? Who is this world-famous rock singer? (laughs) Staff at tasteofcountry.com with the questions. Just so everyone knows, I fully did a whole eye roll as Billy was (laughs) asking the question. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. (laughs) All right, well. <laughs> I mean, it's Googleable. I'll tell you that. And pretty interesting, I think. All right, Billy. Can we talk about Brandon Sklinner now? I mean, don't get me yeah, wrong. I'm really to... glad we did the trivia, but I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about Brandon. Just go ahead and kind of tell me what you want me to say or do or how you want me to participate in this episode of the podcast. It's the Br- Addison and Brendan podcast, and I'll just sort of. <laughs> chip in the Addison and Brendan podcast but he's not he's not actually part of our podcast uh well I obviously we need to talk about his role in general in 1923 and kind of what maybe he said about the show I would like to know uh about all that but I kind of want to start real quick by giving fans and listeners a little bit of a, a background to him into you know what has he played before all that i know that when i was looking up before this podcast i was looking up on imdb and he was born and raised in northern new jersey and his dad was a carpenter and his mom was a hairdresser which i think is really i mean i don't know what else i would have given them but um cool that i would love to ask him like what made him want to get into acting you know it doesn't seem like he comes from any of of that um yeah so what made him get into acting but i think what's very interesting at least for from my research is that there's not too much about his personal life at least yet i mean we don't know is he dating someone is he married is he does he have you know it's like you literally don't know the only thing i know is where he was born raised and is what his parents did a couple of things he's been in too, I guess. I mean, he's been in like a lot of what I would call like art house projects, like hmm. critically acclaimed movies and TV shows that just the general public isn't really aware of. The only, uh, I saw two bylines that were notable. One, he was in an episode of that show, New Girl, which I loved back in the day. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it was a, a footnote character. Okay. Like and then he was also in the movie uh, Vice, which was a look at Vice President Dick Cheney's life. And he gets to punch Christian Bale's character. Christian Ooh. Bale played Dick Cheney. Brendan Sklinner gets to, And there's a whole story he tells about doing that. But those are really kind of the two notable things he's done, which is, 
I don't know. Maybe it kind of explains why there's not that much about his personal life because he hasn't mm-hmm. really done all that much people care about until 1923. Well, he's also on, which I saw this the other night on um, Paramount Plus, but he's he plays Burt Reynolds in The Offer. I haven't seen that show, but it's been on my, you know, recommended for you, which I think Burt Reynolds is a pretty notable role in that TV series. That's um, the offer is about the making of the Godfather and mm-hmm. um, Burt Reynolds wanted the role, the main role that Marlon Brando got or auditioned for it or something. Um, so that's kind of how that plays into that. I, I haven't seen that either. So um, how big of a role that is, I'm not certain, but you're right. That is another more prominent role for him. I was reading and not, I'm just going to read straight from it. There was this USA Today article. And they had kind of done a you know Q and A with Brandon, and they had asked what Taylor Sheridan described like when telling Brandon who like the key to Spencer Dutton, and it was interesting. So Brandon said he had said he's a war veteran running from his past and dealing with his PTSD by putting himself in as much danger as possible because he really didn't care if he lives or dies, which I thought that point was interesting. Um, but then this last one I liked where he said, but by doing this dance with death, he found a reason to live. That was the hook, which I, th- I think that's an interesting like look at it. I hadn't really thought about that. His character, I think it's tempting to sort of shape how we look at the actor through the lens of his character. Like is Brendan Sklenner this mysterious man just because Spencer Dutton's kind of this man of mystery? Hmm. I'm not sure that's necessarily the case, but uh, in every interview I've read with him so far, like he seems fairly gracious with his answers. Like he's outcoming. Mm. He has good answers. He seems like a nice guy. He's funny. He tells jokes. He um, talks about his mustache in ridiculous ways. Like, yeah, can I, can I note on that? He seems pretty good. After you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Go go ahead. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. He was, I said this to Billy before the podcast. Uh, he said that his mu- it was on the talk, and he said that he named his mustache Dave, which I would love to ask him like why like why Dave, like where <laughs> where did we get Dave, you know? But yeah, he named his mustache Dave for nineteen twenty three. I don't I don't know how common it is for men to name their facial hair. Uh, <laughs> you don't you I haven't named your beard, Billy? <laughs> I never named my beard. No, um. <laughs> Dave Junior. No. That's, that's what I'm saying. He seems kind of funny and goofy. Like he's not taking himself too, too seriously. I don't think. Um, For those who haven't, well, I guess if you're listening to this podcast, you have seen 1923. But if you're a country music fan, I, and I've already said this before on a podcast, but I think he looks like Riley Green. And then if you don't know who Riley Green is, another example of an actor who he looks like, who I think, at least personally, is Glenn Powell. Maybe the two together. Maybe Glenn yeah. Powell is the guy from Top Gun Maverick, Top right? He's Gun. The, mm-hmm. I cannot remember I his name at all. Hangman. Hangman. That's what it is. Hangman. Oh, that Hangman. just came that's to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. Wow. That's that was well, because before this podcast, <laughs> you and I were both like, who the heck does he play? It's not like we're on a computer and could have easily Googled that. But sorry, that yeah. just came to me. And I was really <laughs> excited. OK, it's Hangman. He looks like Glenn Powell. Uh, <laughs> so, so I thought this was really interesting about Brandon. He was doing an interview with The Rap, 
and he mentioned that his great grandfather fought in World War One, hmm. and he actually has the postcards that he wrote his great grandmother. No and he took those with him to Africa as sort of inspiration for like some of the correspondence or for some of the tone or the what he might be feeling as he played the role wow. of a soldier just a few years removed from World War One. Ooh, number one, I would probably have not taken those with me. That makes me so nervous for him that something could have happened with those. But that's really cool. I thought so, too. Uh, he also, in addition to like the cowboy camp that mm -hmm. actors do, he did like a whole weapons training thing for like two months. He like, had to learn how to use all those guns and, wow. and, and stuff for kind of realsy, which is... You know, that's some pretty outdated weaponry, so I imagine that's not the most pleasant experience. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Well, and I also didn't realize that, and you may have said this before, but they, when they were shooting in South Africa and Kenya, they were out there for about two and a half months. I mean, they were there for a while. So you're kind of teeing up a little bit, which I, what I think is a little bit of a spoiler, that's oh, happening no. if you if you squint on social media it's not a huge spoiler but like okay. i kind of see it so you're right um that whole cast was over there shooting in africa for the better part of two and a half months like and they were all over africa they were in kenya um uh, djibouti which is another country over there. i mean all these little countries and cities and all over the place but like when they post photos of that both spencer brendan and the actor who plays Alex, whose name mm -hmm. is, I don't know how to say her last name. I don't it's either. Julia, so can help you. Julia Schlepfler. Schlepfler. I, I normally say Schlepfler. Well, you know what? Just I'm going to let you just say it and we're going to go with that. I'm just not even going to retry. I mean, full disclosure, Addison and I both kind of had a, a little bit of agreement on how to even say Sklenner before the show because we've not heard that <laughs> in did. like the audio space either. So we're kind of just going with Sklenner, but if it's something else, we I did. apologize. I haven't seen that yet, but um, he posts these photos all the time. And uh, Amina Nieves, who plays uh, Tiona on 1923, the uh, Native American who's being tortured by the boarding school priests and stuff. Right. Like she's all up in the comments like, oh, there's my babies. Oh, I love you guys. This and that. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. When were these two ever on the set together? But the fact that they are not only on set together, but like on the set together a lot tells me that not only does like the Native American sequence going on intersect with what's going on with the Duttons and oh. both Alex and Spencer get back to Montana safely, like Tiona and... Alex slash Spencer must have some significant screen time together or at least been on the set for a significant amount together to like be able to have all these sort of warm and fuzzy feelings together. I'd say I'm currently stalking all of them as we're talking. Uh, I'd say maybe 
they've spent – I mean, who knows if they'll have, like, significant scenes together, but definitely spent time on set together maybe. Like, I would I would go for that first before we're thinking also they're going to get a lot of screen time together. But that is interesting. That, good, good sleuthing, Billy. Amina Nieves, by the way, is all up – like, you might have to fight her for, like, the hand of Brandon – Sklenner, because she is yeah. she is top comment. She First is, pin. I'm, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you, and it's okay. I'm going to give it to her. She actually knows him, so that, you know, I don't even think I'm in the ring for this one, but uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, y'all go check out his Instagram if you want to. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and read all her comments, but yeah, she really does. I mean, they all do. That whole, like, young crew does, but yeah. Huh. Good eye, Yeah, really. and you would throw, like, Darren Mann, who plays Jack, and then the actress who plays uh, Elizabeth in there as well, uh, Michelle Randolph. Like, she seems to be part of – they almost have, like, their own Yellowstone Breakfast Club going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and especially those three females. I think, I think I've said that to you before because I follow Michelle on <clears throat> Instagram, and they're all hanging out and they're buds, which that always – I don't know why that makes me happy, but I think because we don't – see that necessarily with the Yellowstone cast. And I really do think it's probably just because age-wise, like this crew, like specifically those three girls are roughly all the same age and they might all be living in LA together. You know what I mean? Just location and all the above just might be working out. But I just like that they're all friends. Did it disappoint you at all that like Brendan, Brandon really just started on social media because of this? Like he only has like nine photos. It's very clear he just got on Instagram because of 1923. Like he wasn't doing social media at all previous previous. I kind of like it. It just like Isabel May, she also, if you mm. remember, and actually I haven't looked at her in a hot minute, so she might still not mm. really put like she barely posted during or right before 1883. And she'd done other things. Uh not major things, but she definitely was on the scene. Um so, yeah, it, it doesn't I, – I don't really – like, I can't say that that would keep me up at night. I haven't – I'm pretty neutral about about okay. that. Am I glad I that he I, – I mean, I think – I mean, Brandon, if you're listening, I think that you should maybe post more than just 1923 still shots, but, uh, you know, oh, more go, like – go on. <laughs> go ahead. Do you have suggestions? Yeah. You have suggestions that you want to <laughs> kind of post? A, would you uh, like run taste of country sure. social media? I would like to say that. <laughs> I just it's how just would you curate his like, feed? <laughs> <laughs> just like what you up to, like Michelle and all of them, you know? Uh huh. Right, right. I don't. I, Gosh, you're, I'm your voice in got hot so today. high. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, just, just like what you up to? I did. I don't know why. I even backed away from the mic too, so it didn't come in so yeah. hot. Like whatever you got, like beach picks, whatever you know. Next time you're at the, it's that kind of thing. I mean, twist my arm. <laughs> oh, I did think it was interesting. Not, I mean, going back to his character, and you've said this, but then when I was reading that USA Today article, it just really hit home. I knew that that was a stuffed lion that they had on him during the scene where he mm -hmm. killed the lion and it ended up on top of him, I didn't realize it was 200 pounds. That's insane. And why? why like, what's the point of it? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 what's the point of making it that heavy? Like, we get it. Like, could you just not make it 100 pounds? And I don't know. I think, it, I, I, yeah. I don't know. So this is pretty interesting, um, if you don't mind. 
Can, no, can no, I, I was, I was e- going to ask if, what other tidbits you had. So no, that's perfect. Well, this is a little bit of an Easter egg with regards to his character. And there's uh, like someone who kind of really was this well-known, world-famous um, big game hunter back at the turn of the 18th, 19th century. So like late, late 1800s and early 1900s. And he's referred to really briefly in like episode one or two of 1923 when Alex... Alexandra meets Spencer at the bar. You remember when they had that encounter at the bar? Oh, yes, yes. She mentions something called the Maneaters of Tsavo or Maneaters of Savo or something along those lines. Okay. That's a real thing. Like in 1898, there were these two lions kind of trolling a river in Kenya. They were trying to build a railroad uh, to link Uganda to the Indian Ocean. And there was these two lions who for months, tortured and killed dozens if not over a hundred workers wow <laughs> and they, they could not bring down these lions these lions they were two males which is kind of rare but they would work together in really sort of unique ways and this uh this british officer named john henry patterson was tasked with trying to kill him and like several times he would shoot one and it would come back and attack him specifically i mean these lions would drag workers out of their tents and he finally mm. killed one and and then he got busy shooting the other and he shot the other and it came back and it was trying to stalk him. And he finally took down wow. both of these lions, but it took a long time and, and dozens of people were killed in the meantime. My gosh. But it's similar to what we saw from Spencer with the leopards in yeah. uh, episodes two and three. And then, of course, the lion attack that we saw him and uh, Alex under um, be victim of on that tree in episode whatever it was. Uh, so it's kind of there's kind of like a little bit of a, a nub of truth there with Spencer's character, maybe based on this guy Patterson. Huh? You're coming in with all these little nuggets today, Billy. Well, I got to give cool. uh, Collider uh, credit for that. Um, they did an interview with with Brendan Sklenner and kind of alluded to that story. Um, I can't act like I did that research on my own. I, I read the article they provided. <laughs> Do you have any other little nuggets? Oops. Yes, one. He has no idea where he fits in with the Dutton family tree. Like, like Brandon Sklinner personally has no clue how he fits in. He doesn't know if Spencer is John Dutton's grandfather or not. And he says that Taylor Sheridan hasn't said he hasn't made that clear, like where the lineage goes. I'm so confused why Taylor hasn't shed light to the actor himself as to how he fits into the family tree. Well, here's the thing that I think people forget about the family tree. Is to a large extent, it's based on a series of assumptions. Like we know certain things, like we know John Dutton's kids, Uh and we know Tim McGraw's James Dutton's kids. But there's a lot of jumps to conclusion that you kind of have to make in forming this family tree. And a large part of it is based on things we've seen previously that were just sort of slotting into the family tree that might have, like Taylor Sheridan just might have invented scenery or characters really with no expectation that people like myself would try to make this fully formed family tree out of it. So he might just be sitting Uh back chuckling at all of us, which is kind of funny to me because like on social media or on YouTube, people will try to argue with me about the family tree and they'll show me an image of another family tree because there's some other ones out there. It's like that's that's a family tree too, but 
it's based on a lot of the same assumptions that I'm making. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no, like it hasn't been published by like the Paramount Network, the actual family tree yet. It's just a bunch of goobers like myself and uh, the folks at Outsider did a really good job with one as well. We're just kind of in some part, some degree making it up. So it doesn't surprise me that's, that Brendan doesn't know because maybe it hasn't been written yet. Maybe Taylor doesn't even fully know at this point. Huh. It will, and don't, for those who are listening, you can, Billy spent a great amount of time crafting this beautiful family tree. You can find it on our YouTube channel. I almost said Stab at Taste of Country. That's not our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel is just Taste of Country. And if I, what, can they search Dutton Family Tree? And that should probably get them there. Probably. Um, I, I guess I want to just maybe, for the sake of my own personal <laughs> image, back off on how much time I actually put into it because I think when you keep stating that I put so much time <laughs> into like it you did. I'm painted as like this loser who's just like in this dark room with a huge bag of Doritos and like four two liters of Mountain Dew cropping images and going through old episodes wild-eyed at like 3 a.m in the morning okay and that's not it I I did it that's in like fair. a like a like normal work day or the reason it took me a long time is, is I didn't really dedicate a lot of work to it at one point like uh. <laughs> I think more so the reason why, and I will then disclaimer my enthusiasm over your efforts. I think why I emphasize it so much is because, let's be real, out of the two of us, at some point when this family tree starts to get confusing, I just say, forget it. You know, somehow they're yeah. related. That's great. But you really are like, no, no, no. I want to know how they are related. Like you have genuinely been interested in figuring out the family tree where for me i'm like True. you know i'm just gonna trust taylor if somehow all these people are related bada bing bada boom awesome so i i'm just here to hype you up so i might i'll well, i'll retract a little bit whenever they are prancing around the dutton family cemetery i am for sure pausing and rewinding and going back and taking screen caps and zooming in to see if i can see when they're prancing through <laughs> Well, you know what I mean? Like a new date or a name or something like that. And that's how I got, I think I got patience. Dutton was one of them, Ned and chance, like, or a couple of others, but then I'll see others and other family trees like Nancy. I'm like, Oh, who, who the hell's Nancy? There's no Nancy. You just made that up. Nancy. No, Nancy Dutton. I do appreciate the random Easter eggs like that. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of those. Well, I, it- I am too. And I, that's why I'm, I'm surprised I missed the one about the, the, the man eaters of Tsavo, like the lions, like that was a big Easter egg that slapped me across the face, but I ignored it. Maybe because I was so stunned by Spencer's charm and beauty. <laughs> so, yeah, aren't we all? <laughs> Alex is pretty good looking too. Is there yeah. anything else you have about Brandon? <laughs> Back to Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Back to Brandon. No. Uh, yeah, is there anything else 1923 related with him? No, I don't think so. We can we can move on to the the Q and A. Um, oh, he did say that him and Julia Schleppler had instant chemistry, which I thought was pretty interesting. Like they didn't need any sort of screen test time together. It was just kind of immediate. They had that chemistry together, which kind of had oh, me cool. tilted my head a little bit. But I'm going to ignore that sensational. You're going to sweep that one under the rug. We'll pin that for another. We'll just a we'll bit. marinate on that, as I like to tell you. Okay, that sounds good. it sounds like a lot of people are after him is what i'm hearing Mm -hmm. without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Alrighty, I'm ready for our little our Q&A, which staffattasteofcountry.com is where you can always send in your questions, comments, corrections, chit-chat, all the above. Billy or I will always be the ones who are responding. So here's our first Q&A little bit that we have for today. It's from Elizabeth who says, I'm betting that Ned and Chance are Jacob and Kara's sons, and I wonder if something happened with their deaths involving Spencer or that he feels responsible for it. Kara's letters to him mention that she wonders if he won't come home because of she and Jacob. Maybe Ned and Chance died as young boys in some accident or possibly World War I or from the 1919 Spanish flu epidemic. Well, they wouldn't have died in World War I because um, they were seen as born in like the 1860s, <laughs> so they'd be too old to fight in World War I. The flu epidemic is interesting because that hasn't really intersected with this show, and we were sort of promised to a certain degree uh, a, a look of... Like the epidemic would have would touch this program and it hasn't yet, um, and maybe that maybe the uh, the theory of that Spencer was somehow involved in their death is is pretty intriguing. Again, we don't know a lot of speculation there with regards to Ned and Chance and who they are. And to underscore that, someone else wrote in and suggested that maybe Ned and Chance were the horses of Jacob and Kara. Which is just as feasible. Let's be honest. What? It is as feasible as them being their sons. We just do not know. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like we get so, I get so invested, but I have to step back and realize, you know what? They could be horses. That, that could happen. That could be the truth, too. You're so <laughs> right. When in doubt, it's the livestock. <laughs> a couple of, couple of good horses found their way into the family, into the cemetery. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, next question I have is from Brandy, who says, how is the first John Dutton a senior when he doesn't have a son, John Jr., to follow? Wouldn't it make him a single or the first? That is a good point. Yeah, we talked about this during 1883, as they would call John Sr., who was this little five-year-old boy, John Sr., and it's how the hell do you call a five-year-old kid I apologize for all the H words in this podcast episode, but I'm fired up. Like, how do you call a kid a senior at five? Like, you got to have a kid before you're a senior. So I don't I know don't, the answer to that. I don't disagree. Very strange, though. Yeah, yeah. very, very, un, very odd. Um, I think maybe if you think that Jack is a nickname and his real name is John, then he could be John Jr. But that's Alas. yet to be. Thank you, Brandy, for asking that, though, because that was a, a, a plot hole that really bothered me during 1883 that I had forgotten about. And you've given me reason to get fired up about it again. To get a little passionate about it. Mm. The last one I have for us today is from Marsha, who says, regarding Kevin Costner's character dying off, meaning his cancer returning, I thought he yeah. had a gastric ulcer. He mistakenly self-diagnosed it as cancer, but was determined it wasn't. But it was determined it wasn't. So she is referring to our conversation from our previous episode when we had Sterling on. And Sterling's theory is that Kevin Costner's character dies off at the end of season five. And we talk about the cancer coming back. 
And he says, yeah, that's what he thought it was. Sterling works with us at Taste of Country. So he was a, a host last week if you didn't tune in last week. Uh, and I got a, a number of comments. And when we did a video, people commented about this in the video as well, to the point that I thought like I was wrong, like that maybe I got the whole cancer thing wrong. But at the end, I wasn't. He did have cancer. Here, here's how this worked. Early in season one of Yellowstone, we learned that John Dutton had beat colon cancer and he had a big piece of his colon taken out. Then later in season one, he starts to go fall ill again. And then he thinks it's the cancer that's returned. And it's sort of this doomsday scenario for John, John Dutton. I think it's in season two when we find out that the mass that shows up on the ultrasound they do isn't actually cancer. It's this uh, gastric ulcer that's removed. And from then on, he's been pretty healthy. So he did have cancer. He beat it. He thought he had cancer again. It wasn't cancer. It was this ulcer, but he wasn't doing anything to treat it. Um, but when he finally does, it determines this ulcer. And, and we've all kind of lived pretty unhappily ever after since, I think. <laughs> Following? I'm, I'm tracking. Barely. Thank you. I got, I, got, I got one more. Oh. Yeah, this is a good one. I okay. don't like it. Sorry, I didn't include you on this one because it's, yeah, it's, what the it's heck? Fun. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, last week, last time we had trivia, the winner was Robin, and Robin uh-huh. wrote in, and she hmm. says, "Thank you, Billy, for this week's affirmation." As soon as I listened, I ran out and got a stretch off ticket and Stop. won. No! Oh my gosh! Yes. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, now she just won one dollar, but nonetheless, who cares? It is a win. Wow! Yeah, even more incentive to (laughs) play the trivia and get really strategic because, yeah, Billy might just win you a (laughs) dollar. That is the reward for being the first to answer the trivia question correctly. Is um. A dollar, Robin, go you. Hey, it could be zero. It could be nothing. I'll take it. Yeah. And again, thank Uh, you to Elizabeth Brandy (laughs) and Marsha this week for sending in your questions. And Robin for following up with what her affirmation got her. So we have the next episode of 1923 coming on Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's going to get a little tricky from here. And here's why. Um, the episode drops, I think, on, like whenever on Sunday morning. And we'll have recaps at tasteofcountry.com. Uh, Sunday night is the Grammys, which is Addison and I. Pulls Addison away for our real job on Sunday in the early part of Monday. We're going to do our darndest to get this podcast together for Monday. And hopefully the video as well. But if there's Grammy content that supersedes it, we may be a day late. And then the weekend after that is Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl, which is a yearly sort of getaway for myself. So I apologize in advance for the vacation I'm going to take. So I'm just giving you some prep that we're doing our best here, but like work and life may cause us to be a a day late on these things, unless we get these episodes of 1923 really early, like we sometimes do. Nice. It would be nice, but it's not always the case. So that's the schedule. 
Are you ready for me to close, <sighs> Billy? Are you done talking? I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, okay. I am. I had a lot. My coffee really kind of kicked in right at the right time. <laughs> well, until our next episode, as always, the Dutton Rules Podcast is another dynamic Townsquare Media Podcast. Thanks for hanging with us. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.